to Insert Super Pun here, episode 30 fucking one. Ooh, 31. 31. We're, we're getting balls deep into the DC Extended <laughs> Universe. <laughs> I don't like that. I, I don't know that I've ever had such a negative reaction to somebody <laughs> saying that before. <laughs> Not that way with words. <laughs> I can't say playful without you being angry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not anger it's like disgust we're saying the term playful you're so creepy it's like it's like a fucking pervert talking about a little don't girl say it in a weird way it just there's something about you saying <laughs> <laughs> saying the word playful <laughs> all right so let's i'm sorry i'm allison i'm parker and today we're talking about uh Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Ex- ultimate edition. Oh, extended ultimate edition. <laughs> well, I just think it's important that people know we're talking, we're going to be, well, we'll talk a little bit about the theater version and then the. I mean, I guess we could, because I honestly, I, I think maybe when I was watching it, I was like, I think this may be part of the extended. I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember. Exactly, but. I also have to think that I think it's been three years since I've seen this movie, and it came out four years ago. This movie came out in 2016, which is incredible. I thought it came out, like, longer ago. So I think part of the reason why you think that is, first of all, everything was rushed, because you have to think about it. In the past four years, they came out with Batman versus Superman. Turn your email off. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not listening to that all day. I'm going to be checking my own email if I keep hearing that. All right. I have to go to my settings and turn off my notifications. Just close your mail. It is clo- Oh, no. It's open. I thought it was <laughs> I was like, Do I need to teach you how to computer right now? You know what? I am off the clock. I know. The computer anything right now. <laughs> um, okay. So... So you think it feels like it's been long because why? Well, so you have to think about it. They came out with, in the past four years, it was this movie, Batman vs. Superman. Then they came out with Suicide Squad. Then Wonder Woman. Then Justice League. Then Shazam. Then Aquaman. They came out okay. with six movies in four years. Shazam came out before Aquaman? Yeah. Really? Yeah, Shazam, um, Aquaman. See, this is the problem is I cannot like maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong i thought it did but maybe i'm wrong i don't remember the like came out in in december and i want to say shazam came out in the may before it feels like it should be a december movie because it's a christmasy like movie shazam yeah yeah because we did it as our christmas episode for this podcast because it's a right movie Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So I think it's Yeah, so Aquaman did come out before, but Oh it did come I guess out? I yeah, it's so it's Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam, Birds of Prey. Okay. Yeah. Um I just always forget that Suicide Squad came out before Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you I guess just, you like to forget Suicide Squad. I like to forget it, but it's there, mm. haunting us. 
But I think that's why it also feels like it was so long ago. Is that's okay. Those are a lot of movies. Right. In a very short period of time. Yeah, that's true. And I also think you might think, so I also thought it was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Because... They announced this movie, I remember, in 2013. Oh, okay. At Comic-Con. So, wow. um, so Man of Steel comes out in June. Mm-hmm. 2013, right? Mm-hmm. July 2013, they announced Batman versus Superman. Oh, okay. And that they were going to bring Batman into the movie and that they were going to fight, and it was good. And, I mean, I remember... So, I think it was when... I was listening to some type of entertainment podcast Mm -hmm. and they were talking about it. And I was super excited about it because I remember when they were like, people were streaming things about it. And I was trying to find clips because at Hall H, I believe it was Hall H. They announced like they announced Zack Snyder announced this. He brought out Ben Affleck, you know, talking about it and they, showed some clips and the clips were some of the fight scene and they were talking about how it was going to be like Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns so his armor fighting so like it was just all of this stuff where which I have to say it did oh yeah look like it but Gatham blew a wad like it was just like it was crazy I remember I was so excited and you think about we waited I waited for this movie for three years yeah like so we I think that's part of the reason why it feels like it was so long ago is they announced it three years before the movie even came out yeah so I think so okay so we did watch the ultimate edition of this I guess true confession time do you think that it makes the movie any better? I think, yes. I think it, I think it connects. So it's a bad movie, yes. Right. But it has good parts. The bad movie is some good parts. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I think what's good about the Ultimate Edition is that it kind of filled in some gaps that you felt watching the movie in the theater. Because that was the biggest thing I remember from the movie in the theater was just like, wait, how did this happen? It felt a little choppy. Just like Suicide Squad feels very choppy. Well, Suicide Squad is way worse, but... Right, but I'm just saying, they they tend to make these movies feel a little choppy from Mm -hmm. this moment on. Yeah. Um, You know, Wonder Woman, not to... But we're not talking about those other movies yet. Right. We're just focusing on this movie, sorry. But I think those extra scenes kind of made it feel more whole. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it made the movie better, but I think it made it, it made less, it make sense a little bit more. Yeah. And it made it less bad. <laughs> <laughs> than it yeah. Was. I mean, all I know is that I was like, my God, this movie sucks. And I was like, I feel like I've been watching it forever. And it had mm-hmm. literally just been an hour and we oh, yeah. still had two hours left. It felt, it felt Rewatching it at home this last weekend felt like it, it just felt like work. It just felt like it wouldn't end. Yeah, you know. And I was trying to like, um, I, like I pulled up. I have a bunch of notes about things and stuff like that, but I just, I was stopping. I had to take breaks during it. Mm-hmm. Like I think every like a couple of times, I just had to pause it and just 
stretch my legs and kind of get the taste of it out of my mouth. Um, yeah. It just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't be, it didn't feel good on rewatch. Right. It felt better. This is, so this is only, so this is something I'm going to tell you. This is only the third time I've seen this movie. I honestly don't, I think I must have, I don't think, I, this, maybe this is just my second time. So I saw it in the theater with you, yeah. you and Mike, and then I bought the Ultimate Edition when it came out, because mm-hmm. the extended scenes, and I watched it another time then, mm-hmm. and then I haven't watched it since. So yeah, yeah so I this, honestly think that this is the first time since it has to be because I don't remember watching it again after the theaters. Right. And I just remember like, it's not that I hated it. I didn't have like a visceral reaction to it, no. but I just kind of like walked out of the theater and I was just like, that wasn't a great movie. No. And I think I need to just make a blanket statement. All of these DC movies from this moment on, I always left the theater being an apologist about it. And saying, you really did, because did. you were like, I, I don't remember exactly yeah. the arguments that you were making coming out, but it was just like... I'm sure they were ridiculous. They were. They, they were, because I just remember being like, what are you talking about? That movie was terrible. But you, I think you, like, you picked out a, like, a couple of things, and you were like, well, this wasn't so bad. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, it, yeah, I mean, that 30-second part wasn't so bad, but... but... I did the same thing with Suicide Squad. I did the same thing with Justice League. I remember doing that, and then mm-hmm. always on... I well, because the... you want it to be so much better. I do. I, I, I do. Like, the thing is, growing up, DC was my comic of choice. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved Marvel, and I had Marvel Comics, but anyone who knows me knows Superman is my you know, go-to comic character. I have tons of DC comics. I just, I wanted it to be good so bad. It was almost like um, the whole Patty Hearst thing. (laughs) (laughs) Stockholm Syndrome? Yes, where I just, I just, you know, I know they're mean to me and I know they're bad to me and I know this isn't good, but you know what? Just Mm -hmm. gonna make me, I just, they're trying so hard. Yeah. And I just wanted it to be good. I expected it. Well, I think... I think the problem too is like, um, so Man of Steel was, was pretty good and we really enjoyed it. Um, and then, you know, this movie is not great. And then Suicide Squad sucks. And then Wonder Woman is amazing. And we Mm -hmm. really enjoy that. And then (laughs) Justice League isn't that great. So it's like every three movies right now. Because that, yeah, because then it was Justice League and Aquaman, which were like, okay. And then, and then Shazam was really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like every third movie they're getting and right. Birds of Prey, I don't think was bad. I don't think it was terrible. Um, I think I need to see it again. I do too, because I leave all of them saying they're not bad. So right. I, <laughs> I need to see them again. Like, I mean, every, okay. I'm going to say every one of these DC movies has some redeeming well I'm not okay I'm not gonna say all of them because I just I remember the second time I tried to watch Suicide Squad I couldn't get through it 
Yeah. So this is going to be the I mean, I, challenge. But all the other ones I've seen twice. Yeah. All the way through, and I've been able to go through them. Except for Birds of Prey. I just haven't watched that second time yet. But yeah. I do feel like each of these movies have some redeeming parts. Mm-hmm. Like parts that I can pick out and say, oh, I enjoyed that, or that was cute, or that was nice fan service. But I'm also going into it as a diehard DC fan. Yeah. And I'm pulling out the pieces that I know were tailored for me. So do you want to go over those parts? Yeah, I mean, I think, I, so, okay. I think the best way, I was trying to figure out, how do we dissect this movie? Mm-hmm. And I think going just, again, we're not going to tell the story of the right. whole movie. I think taking out parts, maybe folk, and when we talk about certain parts, I think that's going to lead to conversations about the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want to say that I found this really interesting so it opened up opening weekend, $166 million. Completely understand. Makes complete sense. The hype. Everybody wanted this movie. Right. What gets me is when I looked. Oh, because just so everyone knows, quarantine is really good for me in these podcasts because I do research. Get all this time to research. <laughs> so, um, so it opened up opening weekend, $166 million, And everyone was happy with that. The second weekend drop was the most historic drop that they've ever had. Probably because nobody was, like, watching it again. Yes. No, that's what it is. And giving it bad reviews. So it dropped to $51.8 million from wow. $166 million. And one thing I just want to say is that means the drop was a 69% drop. <laughs> nice. oh my god (laughs) but yeah so (sighs) it went from 166 to 51 wow that's crazy fucking crazy Mm -hmm. like that is a like and that's the thing i mean um in a week let's just use endgame as just an example i know that but like endgame as an example i saw endgame three times in one week when it came out like you were getting a lot of people doing the repeats. Yeah. You know, this movie did not, I mean, the second time I saw this was when it came out on DVD because I heard promises that the ultimate edition was better. Okay. Only reason I saw it again. Okay. You know, so it's just one of those things that I just think that's very telling. Yeah. About how people felt about this movie. Um, Okay, so getting into the movie, I have a quick question. Okay. Has Gotham always been, like, across the harbor from Metropolis? Or is that something they just did in this movie? I think that's just kind of something they did. It, everything's always a little different. Yeah. But I think, like, in Smallville... So Metropolis is supposed to be, like, New York City, right? I thought Gotham was New York. Oh, because it's bad? Yeah. Well, yeah. and they call New York Gotham. Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> like I mean, I don't life. know, but I know, like, I think in the Smallville TV show, Metropolis was in Kansas. Okay. So he went It from, was, like, the big city in Kansas. Right. So he went from Smallville in Kansas to 
Machado. So I don't know. Um, Superman could always get there quickly. Well, yeah, obviously. So it just, I don't know. So I, I don't think they've ever really talked about, I've never seen a DC map. Yeah. In the comics. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't think there was a problem. No. With them making it across the harbor. I think it makes sense. I just think it's weird that like such big cities would be like so close to each other, but. Well, I think. I don't know. It was just something like, that like distracted me for New a little York City bit. And Jersey. What? Like New York City and Jersey. Like they're I mean, it, close yeah, to I each guess. other, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it, it it all depends on how big the harbor is. I mean, I have no idea. I don't know what's happening. I, like you, have also not seen a map. It just, it was weird because, but they were, and you know what? I might be completely wrong about it being actually just across the harbor, but, like, that's what it seemed like. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, it was. It was across the harbor because... On Lex's Metropolis building. Oh, you could see. You could see. Yeah, it. okay. So the best. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. No, it was across the harbor. And, and Lois was able to get there on a helicopter very quickly. That's very true. Yes. So, it's just one of those things. No, no. For the sake of this movie, I just... Well, and... Um, lore. Yeah. Exactly. The, okay. Yeah. All right. So... So, a couple of things. So... Do you want me to just go through my notes? Yeah, sure. And we can talk about things on, yeah, per my notes. And then I will sprinkle in some research that I did too. <laughs> so I also think it's important that everyone knows, um, right before I saw this movie, I went on a week-long Batman binge. And I watched yeah. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. And then I watched 1989 Batman and Batman Returns. And then I watched this. So I went on a little Batman binge. Okay. Um, and one thing that I just... So Chris Nolan has parts of this movie. Like he has like, I think a writing credit or a producer credit as well. Mm-hmm. And David Goyer, who also, who wrote this movie and wrote Man of Steel, um, I also helped with the Batman movie, the Chris Nolan Batman movies. You could definitely see some Chris Nolan influences Mm-hmm. In this, like in the beginning, the, um, Bruce is talking about that dream that he had at his parents' funeral when mm-hmm. he fell into the hole and then the back lifted him up. Yeah. But it was just really funny because I was like, oh my God, Batman Begins. He also fell into a hole. Yeah, but that was different because that was before his parents died because his dad went down to get him. Oh, right, but it's just falling in holes and seeing bats. It's the whole, no, it's just, it's that very, that's similar to the, the act of it. I mean, nowhere else have I learned about Batman falling into holes. <laughs> and then that's how we found the Batman. <laughs> so I just, I just felt like that was just kind of almost taking a little bit of what Chris Nolan did. Okay. A little bit like that. Um, but yeah, the whole thing was, was weird. Um, this was the first time I really noticed, I guess in the three times I saw this, that as Thomas Wayne was dying... He said Martha. Is that at the beginning or is that one of the flashbacks through the rest of the movie? It's at the beginning because it's at the beginning of my notes. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're going to say that, I mean, I think it's okay to jump ahead and say that I just really, I think it's, first of all, when I was watching the movie the first time in theaters, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? They're going to stop fighting because both of their mom's name is Martha. That's not why... 
per per Zack Snyder, that's not what it was. Whatever. That's what it seemed like. No, I, I understand. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> and it's on him for not making it fucking clear. So, what, so, so um, I think another thing you should know is this past weekend, it was the, um, it was the anniversary of this movie, four years. Okay. So snack, snacks. Snack, snack Snyder. Snyder. Um, Zack Snyder live tweeted commentary to the movie. Okay. And so I'm going to be pulling, as you talk about things, I'll pull out things from that. Okay. I, I read an article about it. I didn't sit there and listen and watch it and follow the live tweeting about it. But so he said the whole Martha thing. He said he understands that people were annoyed with the whole, they have the same name and that's why they're going to stop fighting. It was that Batman saw Superman as a, as a human, as somebody with a mother as someone who just wasn't a bloodthirsty alien mm-hmm. that he saw him as. So it's more that he, he saw Superman as human. Well, I mean, if that's the case, then, like, why was there such a heavy emphasis on them both having the same name? Well, because, well, I don't know why the heavy... I just think he saw that they both had the same name and decided to focus on that. Yeah, but then you can't say that it, like, that didn't have anything to do with it. Well, no, but he... Like, if he had said Susan, would he have still stopped? I mean, that's what he's saying, but if that's the, the case, then I don't know. Well, but in the comic books, they've had the same name. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It wasn't like he gave her the I name. did enjoy all the memes afterwards, though. <laughs> but he liked to focus on when Lois goes, that's his mother. Yeah. And so that's when he realizes, not that her name is Martha but that Superman also has a mother. Mm-hmm. Is the, the human, that's just, again, don't get mad at me because of what Zack Snyder said. I'm no, just that's fine. Like, <laughs> I think my problem is, is that whole scene of them fighting didn't really need to happen because like Clark literally could have just like but held. He no, he fucking didn't. He kept hitting him a hundred yards away from himself Instead of just like pinning him down and be and explaining to him what the fucking issue was. Yeah, but if he held that, okay. no, you no. cannot no, win me bullshit. over with I'm this. Sorry, no. He just that, keeps hitting him. Yes, but Batman also had. But the thing is, and he didn't need to hit him. He could have just held him down like a little child. He was probably mad because Batman kept attacking him. Oh, so now it's okay for Superman to act in anger. Well, no. Oh, my God. He didn't kill Batman. I mean, he almost did. Literally any one of those throwing him 100 yards could have killed him. Especially because I don't think that that suit was really impact resistant. Well, no, it kept breaking. Yeah, I mean... There is no, okay, so there's a lot of obviously stuff in these superhero movies where you're just like, that could never have happened. But Batman is just a human being. That suit would have fucking destroyed him. But they're going off in the Frank Miller Batman comic. No, I know. I understand. Whatever. Well, no, I'm just saying, would you read that comic and be like, well, this is bullshit. This won't happen. No, because it's a comic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I don't okay. I don't understand your logic. <laughs> all right, all right, fine. Let's talk about something else. No, I mean, I just, I think the fight had to happen somehow. Yeah, I, 
you know, you're right, but we like the whole time, all I kept thinking. Right, but we were promised to fight. Well, yeah, but like Superman just keeps saying, stop. No, you don't understand. Like, he didn't really try. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just really disappointed. But also, you also have to think. There could have been more diplomacy. Okay, if we're going to go there, and again, I don't know why you're fucking making me defend shit, <laughs> but. I'm not making you do anything. I'm also, but I'm also saying Superman was also not in the right state frame of mind because his mom is kidnapped and she only, he only had 30 minutes to save her. Yeah, and he spent too much of that time throwing Batman around. But maybe, I just, I, I, I don't think that you can, he just, he was trying to get his attention and then Batman kept annoying him and trying to fight him. <laughs> so he, in anger, yes. But I just, I just don't, I don't think you can, I, he wasn't in the right <laughs> state of mind. He liked his mom. Think about it if it was your mom. You like yours. Yeah. Mine, I'd be like, eh, take her, Lex. Mm. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. He would have just chilled with Lex. <laughs> you, know, like, you know what? I was like, oh, is this supposed to be a threat? but i just i don't know i just think if you're also thinking about his almost panicky state of mind because he was feeling out of control okay i mean if that's the way that they wanted to play it that's fine but that's not what he looked like he looked like he was totally in control totally had everything and he was just gonna come over there and he was going to explain things to batman but he never explained anything he just fucking hit him around yeah I didn't write this movie. But I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So what's the next thing? What are we moving on to here? <laughs> wow. Um, I ha- so another thing that I really like, so I'm going to say this and it's going to jump into a bunch, a few different things. I liked Bruce Wayne's Batman. Bruce Wayne's Batman? Yeah. I mean, ben Affleck's Batman? I did. Ben Affleck's I, Bruce Wayne's Batman? I liked Ben Affleck's Batman. Um, I think his Batman and his Bruce Wayne in this movie. We're going to talk yeah. more about it in the Justice League because I feel like it's a completely different character almost. Yeah. In Justice League. But in this movie, I think what I really liked was the, the Bruce Wayne actions when the fight between Zod and Superman was going on in the beginning. And yeah. running towards the danger, mm-hmm. him running to save people regardless of his own well-being. That was very Batman. Yeah. You know, and I just, I thought that was really cool. Um, I just, because I, I just kept writing his actions in the city just when he was Bruce Wayne. I just thought that was really nice. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Um, but just if you think of him as Batman as a whole, I, I just, it was a, yes, it was a grittier Batman. Zack Snyder loves his gritty. But it was just, I just felt like there were, yes, there were certain things that Batman did. You could have had the same argument that people had about, well, Superman doesn't kill and he killed Zod. Mm -hmm. Batman doesn't kill or really hurt people too much or use guns. And boy, he loved his guns in this. Yeah. and And things like that. So you could do the same argument as both. But I chose to see this Batman as a darker, grittier, as an angry, older, angrier Batman. Yeah. So I, um, I mean, I agree. I, I liked Ben Affleck. Um, 
you know, as I think I've stated before in an episode, one episode at least, you know, it, with the with all the different iterations mm-hmm. of yeah. superheroes, you know, it doesn't always have to be the exact same thing. So, no. like, yeah. I think that Ben Affleck was great in what they wanted this Batman to be. Um, my main problem is like the, you know, Bruce Wayne has such a fucking issue with Superman because well, just talk because that's what you want. You just want everyone just to talk. Shut up. I just want him to sit around a table, have some whiskey, and just talk things out. Um, no, but my thing is that – so he's pissed at Superman. And I realize we haven't even talked about Lex Luthor. But, um, you know, Lex really kind of orchestrates a lot of the um, the stuff in this movie. But he's – so Batman's, like, mad at Superman because he has bas- – he's basically an alien who – has he's invincible and he doesn't have any sort of what's the word i'm looking for like there's no checks and balances right there's no checks and balances on him blah 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 but he's the one that's fucking like going around and branding people in gotham and it just like it was a weird way to like have him on his moral high horse about it but then also be this like piece of shit who was branding people so that they would get murdered in prison. Right. So, okay. So because that, it makes sense that Superman would look at that and be like, look at this piece of shit, you know? Well, and that's I Superman mean, it makes shit. sense so that both of them would have those feelings towards the other, right. but like, it just seems really weird that like Batman would have that Bruce Wayne would have that, um, I don't know. Well, that's okay. there's always a dichotomy with right. Well, no, Superman and Batman always have that whole. Even though they're, they become best friends, <laughs> like in Sorry, that just reminded me of The Hangover. Go ahead. <laughs> they always. They, oh no, stepbrothers. That's what I was thinking. They always, did we just become best friends? They always had that whole thing where they, especially when they first met, disagreed with each other a lot. Right on their methods and things like that. So Zack Snyder said that the main, so the main reason he had a- God, why don't you just marry Zack Snyder already? I'm just giving you some more (laughs) context. You don't want me to do researchers for these Just kidding. No, I love what you're bringing to the table. Tell me about Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, snack. (laughs) (laughs) My God, we get it. You want to bone Zack Snyder. I don't, that's the problem. Zack Snyder said that the main reason that Batman went on his crusade against Superman was, yes, the unchecked balance thing, unchecked powers, but also it was that whole scene where Wayne Tower collapses. Yeah. And he wanted it to be personal for him. He, Batman took it personally because yeah. people in Wayne Tower were his people. His family. Right. So he took it personally. And then I saw this, which I did not like. Because the biggest thing that I felt when I was watching, especially this more than Man of Steel, was this had felt very 9-11-y with the towers collapsing and stuff. Well, and when it collapses and all that dust comes out, and then he's wandering around in the dust. And that was on purpose. And I did not agree with that. (laughs) Because it was very jarring jarring for me to see. Like... Mm -hmm. It was weird. I didn't feel this way when I watched Man of Steel. 
because I think it was all up high. Yeah. Even though, even, though, <laughs> even though that's literally what happened on 9-11. <laughs> but even though, like, Jenny gets cl- stuck and, um, yeah. you know, Perry had to say, I don't know, but there was just something about that. I think it was the dust and the tower. The dust cloud, the yeah. tower collapsing. Right. Felt very, very 9-11. And that's what he wanted. And I don't think it was the best move. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he wanted it to be like a 9-11 type thing and then Bruce Wayne taking it personally. Mm-hmm. Because that's why Wayne Tower had the 9-11 tower like collapse. Okay. Um, again, I'm not... I mean, I feel like that was pretty evident. Right, but he wanted... But he just... That's why he's saying like, yes, the unchecked power thing, but he wanted you to focus more on... he they Superman came after my people. Not humans, but my personal people who worked for me and I care about. Okay. That's why they kept having that phone call, too. I think the problem is, is, like, (laughs) my problem is, is, like, I'm not disagreeing with you that that's what Zack's, obviously not disagreeing with you that that's what Zack Snyder was going for, but, like, it just really annoys me when they use this trope in movies where, like, the hero is fighting somebody, and yet he, like, I mean, I get it. Like, a, a, a theme throughout this movie is the fact that when Superman's fighting and, like, helping people, he's not really paying attention to the consequences of what's happening. Like, he's he defended Metropolis and the world against Zod, but he wasn't really paying attention to the fact that he fucking also destroyed a lot of Metropolis, destroyed a lot of Smallville. Mm-hmm. Like, he could have taken that fight out of out of town like we've seen the the cornfields in kansas he could have destroyed some cornfields instead of a small town yes it's very different like a prime example would be um yesterday i was watching the crossover of crisis on earth x Mm -hmm. and when the doppelgangers of supergirl and arrow were fighting them the heroes to get them away they attacked a building and what the heroes did was oh I'm not going to fight you right now. I have to go save those people. Yeah. That, and I think those are the hero things we're used to, mm-hmm. where we don't see a lot of that in these first two movies. Right. Well, the thing that um, this, this extended um, version uh, that we watched um, mm-hmm. this week, what I liked was that, because that was a cut scene, right? Where he like climbs the mountain and he sees his dad. So, no. That wasn't in the original, was it? It was. Was it? I think so. I don't remember that part at all. But anyway, so like he, so Pa Kent basically tells this story about, you know, saving their farm from a flood when he was a, a kid. And like they saved their farm, but by saving their farm, they fucked up some other farm down the road. Yeah. And so I really don't remember that. But I, like I said, I only watched I, it the one I time. I remember so. that because it was the only part that he was in. Yeah. And so I, I do. But I mean, I think that I think they were trying to use that as that's what's kind of almost giving Clark that whole sense of helping other people, but being aware of when you help other people, what you're causing effect. Right. Type situation. So I, I know, I know, I don't know, because I don't know Zack Snyder, but I want to believe that Zack Snyder was just trying to maybe like, show us the molding of Superman, how he becomes the Superman we all know. 
mm-hmm. and this is just the process of it. I just don't think, I don't think people want to wait for that. Yeah. And I just think it was just so, it was just so extreme mm-hmm. that I just think it just wasn't, I, don't, I just don't, yeah, I just don't think people are open to it. Um, another fun fact was that whole scene that was supposed to be his quote unquote fortress of solitude on top of that mountain because it's not a place it's wherever he can be alone and by himself this is what made me want to punch Zack Snyder when I read that he said that his fortress of solitude is wherever he can be alone I was like no it needs to be an ice building with robots (laughs) that's what a fortress of solitude and then he needs to be able to have a museum of things and weird alien animals and another type of planet in a glass case and that is a fortress of solitude <laughs> bullshit it's it felt like it was one of those you know what really the journey was the people we met along the way it felt like <laughs> one of those things and it made me so angry <laughs> so, so angry. yeah i mean i don't know if you really want to talk um more about the plot I feel like there was a lot of stuff happening in this movie. And I mean, I, I'm good with just, like I said, going through my notes and then if it le- leads to plot conversation. Okay. If you're good with that. Yeah, that's fine with me. But I do, I do want to hit up my things. Okay, go ahead. Hit up your, th- your, your next thing. So um, I just talked. Since you back, did so much research. <laughs> going back to Batman and, um, I think one of the things I really loved about this Batman um, is what is instead of him doing a deep, stupid voice, he had a voice modulator. Yeah. Which made so much sense. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought that was a nice little fun thing because he didn't want, they didn't want like him to do the whole, um, the whole stupid Christian Bale thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just thought that was fun. Um, when Bruce Wayne meets um, Wonder Woman in the museum or the benefit. Um, he was talking to her a little bit about, uh, no, when, you know, when they meet and Lex Luthor's doing his whole speech. Yeah. About Zeus and the gods. Mm-hmm. There's a great part that when he mentions Zeus, she rolls her eyes. <laughs> and it just, I enjoyed that mm-hmm. because I was like, Oh, that's her dad. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> like it just, cause she's like, Oh, I know the, of the gods. Yeah. So I just thought that was fun. Um, let me see. Is there anything about that museum scene that you, um, the benefit library benefit scene that you want to talk about? I mean, I think it's important that we obviously talk about Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. I think this would be a nice time to talk okay. about Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> so, so we- I don't know. Cause I never watched Smallville. Obviously um, I've seen, um, Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor. Um, <laughs> and I've seen um, John Cryer as Lex Luthor. I think that might be it. I mean, obviously I've seen some animated Lex Luthers, but like, I think it was, I guess I'll use the term interesting, though the direction that they went with Lex here, they really mm. played up the insane part. Well, they did. I, I actually wrote that he actually Jesse Eisenberg felt more like Joker. Yes. Than Jared Leto did when he. Right. Did. 
character. Like, it felt like a very, like, almost like I could see him going mad mm-hmm. and becoming a joker. Yeah. You know, like... No, you know, I get that, I, yeah. I know they were trying to do a whole 2016 Mark Zuckerberg type thing, like, rich, eccentric, mm-hmm. you know, teenage, you know, 20-year-old person and things like that, and, you know, and just going a little psychotic. I think... Well, so my guess is I felt like he was probably, I felt like they might have wanted him to be more like that if, I'm wondering if in some version, if someone from Darkseid's forces came to him. Because he kept talking about, you know, demons and things like that. And he just, and he said, the, and at the end he goes, the bell is already run. And all that yeah. stuff, and it just felt very, like... Like he had some sort of knowledge. Right, of something. So I wonder yeah. if there's something written somewhere or some deleted scene of, like, Dark like, Steppenwolf or a parademon or someone coming to him yeah, and giving him some type of weird knowledge. Speaking of... That would, that would have made more sense about why he was so fucking crazy. Right. Like, the thing is, like, what I like about Lex Luthor is, and I'm going to say this, and you know it pains me because I hate John Cryer. And I think he is my favorite Lex Luthor. Do you hate John Cryer or do you just really hate Two and a Half Men? I really hate Two and a Half Men, and because of that, I blame John Cryer. Okay. He's one of the men. (laughs) He's Um, one of the men. um, And I just, like, my favorite Lex Luthor before this was the Justice League cartoon Superman animated series, Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. That's a great Lex Luthor. Um, and the comic book Lex Luthor. John Cryer is a great Lex Luthor too. He's very similar to the comic book and the cartoon where he has that like, he's not crazy. He's crazy, but it's an evil crazy. Yeah. That's like more diabolical. It's, it's- diabolical. Yeah, and it's it's also a controlled crazy. Yes, it's a controlled crazy. Like, I feel world. like Jesse Eisenberg's was, like, almost out of control. I agree. I, I agree. I know what they were doing. So, with the hair, um, I think what they were trying to do, too, was, if you look at some older comics, um, Lex Luthor died of kryptonite poisoning. Um, he had himself cloned. Came back. Oh my God, like Rick and Morty. <laughs> called himself Lex Luthor's son. Okay. And Lex Luthor's son, who then became Lex Luthor again, had very long, flowy red hair. Okay. And so I kind of feel like they were trying to, with the up hair, mm-hmm. people who are listening can't see my my violent hand motions for yeah. flowy hair. <laughs> um, just imagine flowy hair. But it just, I think that's why they gave him his hair like that. Mm-hmm. Was to just kind of like again. That's the fan service things I think they were trying to hit at. Okay. When it came to certain stuff, but I, yeah, I didn't care for this Lex Luthor. I just felt like it was a little. Eh. Yeah, it was too much. Um, it was. It was too much. Um. But we could say that about the whole movie. Yeah. Just. I just little- yeah, because I think that honestly, I think that they tried to do too much in this movie. I, I agree. And then like. Speaking of of Lex, like when he put Zod in the um the uh the pool the sh- yeah the pool, <laughs> I was just like, 
is he kind of in love with Zod? Like, what's happening? He was very tender with that dead body. Yeah, he just, I I think they just had him play the crazy. Yeah. So much. (laughs) It just was, Mm -hmm. it, it just was, it was too much. But you also said something a little bit earlier about Steppenwolf and the Parademons. Because mm-hmm. I, I had to ask, and I just, because I remembered this from the first time that I watched it, where I just didn't really understand Bruce's, like, dreams or premonitions about the, the Parademons. What they like to call the nightmare scene. Night. K-N-I-G-H-C. Fuck off. Literally, fuck off. This is such... Like, okay. So I've not been a fan of most of the things that you've said from Zack Snyder, like that, you know, Zack Snyder has said. But like this, I really just want to kick him in the dick. Like, are you kidding me? But the reason, the main reason we knew it was called that too was that's what the toys were called. They sold toys of Batman in that outfit. Well, great. Amazing. But anyway... My, like, I'm just like, I don't think that it furthered the movie at all. In fact, I think it made it more boring and more confusing. I wrote no payoff. There, and there is no payoff. But the reason was because this movie didn't go, so, okay. Well, and then also, like, he has that dream, and then he wakes up, but he doesn't really wake up because, or does he wake up? And then the Flash. Right. So, comes to him and is that real or is that a dream but you never find out and there's never a payoff for it because this movie did so poorly that they completely scrapped what they were going to do what was supposed to happen Ugh. was this movie was supposed to happen in another movie uh like in the first justice league movie or something lois lane was supposed to die which is why flash keeps saying she's the key so you have to save lois mm-hmm Lois dies, Superman gets um, taken over by Darkseid's anti-life matter equation thing, whatever it's called. Okay. And and then, which has happened in the comics and cartoons many times. Superman is very easily taken over by Darkseid stuff. (laughs) Um, But that happens, and then that's where this scene comes from. Okay. Then, so we were supposed to actually go back to that. That was supposed to be the possible future. Flash was supposed to take them back and, you know, help him save what, like, so that, that was part of the big plan mm-hmm. of Zack Snyder. However, none of it, they hand out yeah. up on half the plans. I mean, Justice League was supposed to be two movies. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Wolf was only supposed to be the, at the end of that movie, we were supposed to see Darkseid come to Earth. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be very Infinity War. Okay. The bad guy's supposed to win. Uh, okay. At the end of the first one, and then mm-hmm. the second one, the Justice League. Mm-hmm. You know, so what was supposed, how it was supposed to end was, I think, like Superman taken over by Darkseid. Yeah. And then and Darkseid coming to Earth. I'm picturing him looking at the Earth, being like, "That'll do, pig. That'll do." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, but that's how oh it was. Oh, my God. But very, very Infinity War. <clears throat> yeah. You know, so that was supposed to be the whole plan. I actually, I actually fixed all the movies um, with a new order of what they should have done that would have made it maybe a little better. Okay. Because this movie was too much movie. Yes. 
Um, and it was all over the place. Yeah. What I would have, what I would have, what I think would have been better was they have Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Second movie was Batman versus Superman. Okay. The, okay. Up until, um, every, um, where was, oh, what was it? Oh, and up until the fight and then they stop Lex Luthor. Okay. So there is no doomsday yet. Okay. All right. At the at, then the post credit scene, Lex Luthor escapes from jail. Okay. Which is, very, then... Le- which is very Lex Luthor. He had he didn't let Mercy Graves die in that explosion. Okay. Because that's his right hand person in the comics and cartoons. Right. She got the Zod body and the ship somewhere secret in a secret okay. base. Or the, a headquarters yeah. that he has. He escapes. The move, the set, the third movie. I would enti- I would title it "World's Finest." Okay. And it's Batman and Superman teaming up together to find Lex Luthor. Okay. And then, then you have the whole. Then you have the Doomsday. Doomsday. Okay. And then Wonder Woman. That like we have some peaks of Wonder Woman in the. But Batman she movie. wouldn't be involved in anything until the second one. Until World's Finest. Okay. And then she helps them. Because I like her needing to help them fight Doomsday. Yeah. And then have Superman die at the end. So keep the Superman dying at the end of World's Finest. Mm-hmm. So Superman dies. You have that whole thing. Like, I mean, there's other movies they have to write to lead to, but it ends with a Doomsday fight. Mm-hmm. Then Justice League 1 can be like, even in World's Finest, add maybe a Flash or something in there too. Like, maybe Flash helps League something so it's not as the whole first half of Justice League isn't trying to find everybody. Yeah. You know? But then Justice League, you know, Superman is dead. Instead of having the Lois Lane die to make Superman take over, um, Darkseid kidnaps Superman's body and brings him back from the dead. Okay. With and then the, he's like a... a- an evil Superman. An evil Superman that Darkseid is controlling. Okay. And that's how the first movie ends. Justice League movie ends. Okay. And then the second one is they have to figure out how to save Superman. Once they save Superman, they're able to actually defeat Darkseid. Okay. Like, I just feel like, I just, like, and again, like, there's other parts of the movies that need to be written. But, yeah. like, in my head, I just felt like... <laughs> oh, really, Parker? <laughs> but I just feel like if they took this movie, it had potential. Yeah. And if maybe they split this up, because I'm sorry, that world's finest, that third world's finest movie, Game Busters. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that would have been phenomenal. Yeah. You know, have, yeah. make Lex Luthor more of the Lex Luthor we know. Mm-hmm. Have him escape from prison. Have him, right. you know, then build Doomsday and have it just be, because it just seems to boom, 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 boom is what happens in this movie. Yeah. And I did, I mean, I remember, like, Thinking it was really weird that he killed Mercy Graves. I never gasped it. Like, I just, I was. Because she didn't really have a lot to do in the movie, but you could tell that she was important. So much potential. Yeah. Because she's such a good character in the comic. You could have made her, um, she was his bodyguard in the comic. She did not beat up anybody in this. She couldn't have. No. She was a twig. It bothered me. Like, I just expect, yeah. you know, um, and then I think it was the cartoon. She was, I think, part robot. 
mm-hmm. as well. Like, there's so many things you could have done with her. You, you know what? Have- you know what her character like. Um, did you ever see? Shit. Oh, you saw Kingsman, right? I think it's the first one. Yeah. Yes. The with the, the leg. Yeah, the girl yeah. with the cheetah leg. She reminded me of like a Mercy Grace character. No, no there was so much. Like, even if they didn't want to make her a robot, make her a badass. Right. You know, like she could have done so much. Have her yeah. be his bodyguard. She like you know? said like four things in the movie. Oh no! Yeah, like, they just, they threw her name as some type of that's fucking fan service. I don't want. Right. Fucking making that CIA agent Jimmy Olsen. Yeah. You know, do like Mercy Grace and then just have them. No, that's stupid. Yeah. Don't. Don't fucking do it. Like, those yeah. are the things I didn't like. Um, but like, I just kind of felt like as I was watching it, that whole, during the Doomsday fight, that whole thing to me just happened where I was just like, oh my God, you could have split this into almost two movies mm-hmm. and maybe made it better. You know, and then we would have understood. So then, if they did that world's finest movie, mm-hmm. that's when the friendship between Bruce Wayne and Clark Kent builds. Right. And then I would understand after Clark dies, Bruce being sad. I didn't understand at the end of this movie why Bruce cared about it being dead. Right. You guys really barely came together. Well, the same thing with like, with Wonder, Wonder Woman. Like, why does Diana Prince like care that much? Well, because she's, She's a good person. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Well, yeah, no, um, that's my thing. Like, you could have had a whole third movie that showed the relationship between the three of them. Yeah. And then you could have actually, then you would have saw the DC Trinity actually coming together. Right. Working together. Spending time together. Spending time, becoming friends. And then when Superman dies, I would it's, understand. It, it feels, yeah, it feels important. It yeah, feels... Yeah. Yes. It feels like I understand completely. I understand why they are upset. Right. Now I didn't understand why they would be upset. So is there anything that you really enjoyed about this movie? Um, I have one thing. Oh, I really enjoyed the Wonder Woman. Everything about Wonder Woman and the Doomsday. The Wonder Woman music. Like, cause this is the first time that we really heard that. The Wonder Woman music. It's how I feel when I hear the Avengers music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, I love it. And mm-hmm. I just thought everything she did was I fought monsters like this before. Right. I killed monsters like this. Like, I yeah. just, she was just, she was on point mm-hmm. this entire movie. Yeah. So what she had to do what she was given. I'll say some not so flattering things about her in the Justice League one. Honestly, like she's, yeah, I mean, her. yeah. But I just felt like she was the bright spot of this whole movie. Yeah. She made me very happy. She made me ready for her movie. <laughs> like, it just, it was really, yeah. Spiritually was, and physically. She was, yes. So she was my bright spot. She was what I liked the most about this. What about you? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Th- that's literally what it, I have, like, Wonder Woman music with an exclamation point. Yeah. Like, that's really the part that I was like the only part that I was ever like really excited about. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't, I can't think of anything else that I really enjoyed about this movie. It just, I just remember I, watching, I, watching this like three hours long 
Mm-hmm. At the one hour mark, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? We have two hours left. At the two hour mark, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It's only been two hours. So, and then with the stupid fucking like parademon nightmare thing, right. I just kept getting confused about that. Well, it was supposed to set up something, but there right. was no payoff. Right. There was nothing about it. And then what I, what I also really liked though, was this was my favorite Batman costume. Yeah, the costuming was really good. Like, you know, obviously the Frank Miller, you know, during the fight scene, the Frank Miller Batman suit. Forget that. That's not what I'm talking about. No, I know. But that I, I like, like that. I, I actually like the desert, the nightmare. Is yeah. that what they call it? The nightmare Batman yeah. suit? But I yeah. actually liked, like, this to be the Batman. This was the first Batman suit was just, that was more like the comics, more mm-hmm. like um, the cartoon, where they make it like a cloth suit yeah. so it can actually move right because all the other movies they want to make it quote-unquote as realistic as possible so they put him in body armor yeah but he can't move his neck right i mean even in the dark night they make that joke oh you want to move your neck yeah like you know and all that stuff but still even with that new costume it's still not great mm-hmm. this costume he just i could see him flying from rooftop to rooftop and being mm-hmm. more comfortable <laughs> At it. I mean, a, a biggest thing that got me was um, I was watching Batman Returns, and did you have you ever seen Batman Returns? Yeah. A long time ago, or do you have? Memories? I mean, I haven't seen it in a couple of years, but so, I've seen it a bunch of times. Well, so at the end of that movie, when he wants to kind of like show Catwoman who he is, he tears off his mask, and he literally tears it. And yeah. I was just like, wait, so every night he goes home, he tears off a mask and he needs a brand new suit? Well, like, also, like, how helpful is that mask if you can literally just tear it with your bare hands? Right, but in my head, I was just like, Batman's supposed to just be able to lift it over his head. And yeah. It's almost like a hoodie. <laughs> that's, but but that's, no, he has to, like, tear this, like, rubber mask right, thing. Because it made me think, does he do that every night he gets home <laughs> from the back gate? He, Alfred has to make him a new mask? Like, what the hell? Oh, like, it oh was just, yeah. so, I, so I went into this being like, oh my gosh, best costume. Yeah. Like, it looked comfortable. It looked, it looked good. good point. Um, I did like the idea of him, um, like, not rebuilding the house, and he just lives in, like, this, like, smaller, like, guest house thing. Oh, yeah. On the property. Well, I thought that was good. I mean, the thing is, they tried, like I said, they tried a lot of stupid fan service stuff, like the whole Robin thing. Like, this is an old gritty Batman who has a Robin that's dead. Mm, yeah. Because of the Joker writing that, writing that stuff on it. And yeah. first of all, I can't see whoever this fucking he, um, Jared Leto Joker taking his time to write something <laughs> on there, you know? He wasn't um, I also enough. I enjoyed um, Jeremy Irons. Wait, is that who it was? Yeah. Alfred? Yes. Yeah. Um, as soon as I said it, I was like, wait, is that wrong? Um, no. I enjoyed his Alfred. I enjoyed, like, the, like, under his breath remarks that he kept making. Oh, yeah. He was a, he was a good Alfred. <laughs> yeah. He was a good Alfred. Um, I also had, ugh, this is a roll in my eyes part. So what? Lex Luthor made symbols for each of these superheroes, and they all decided know, to right? use their symbols. <laughs> like, you know what? That Lex Luthor... Oh my god, really- that's a really good logo. Where'd you get that? Well, <laughs> Lex Luthor made it for me, and I just really liked it, but so I'm really- gonna keep using it. 
he's really good at marketing that Lex Luthor. <laughs> so I just really feel like, like, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, no, Wonder Woman symbols should be a little older. Yeah. Like, so that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, this is what I, I didn't understand this. Oh, I'm getting loud and Hal's getting very angry. <laughs> um, another thing I didn't understand was low, nobody else knew that Doomsday was made from Zod's body. Right. But they just oh. knew it. Like, as soon as Lois sees him. She goes and gets this, the kryptonite right. here. How does she fucking know? The only thing I can think of is that she, I think she knew that, like, something was happening at the ship. But, like, that's the only thing. But, like, she immediately knows. Went to like, this- it's immediate. It just, it annoyed me. because I was She like, sees it. Yeah. She turns around and runs to go get the spear. Right. Yes. I, well, I was like, well, how does she know? Yeah. Like, it just, yeah, that bothered me. Um, Batman's cape on his armor bothered me. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I understand. I love capes and costumes. I'm all about capes. Um, just the opposite of the Incredibles. <laughs> right. But on his armor? Yeah. Like, why? You know Not necessary. Pick you up from that. It's a fashion statement, Parker. Um, oh, oh my god! <laughs> the do do you, when Batman goes, do you bleed? Do you bleed? Ugh! I was I rolled my eyes. I let out of it. Ugh! Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I said what Flash says about um, Lois. She's the key. You were right all along. Blah blah blah. Um, and then I didn't like. I was like, why do they have to? When you go to jail, they automatically shave your head. Is that a thing they do? No, that's boot camp. Right. So I didn't understand why they were shaving Lex Luthor's. Like, yeah, I mean, I, mean I could understand if he was like, if that was intake for Arkham and they shaved his Arkham. head, but it wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't at Arkham. No, so. he was going to Arkham. Yeah. Um, so, but I, mean, I think my favorite quote is from my roommate, Damien, while we were watching this, or at the end. He basically said they really succeeded at making both of these characters unlikable. (laughs) Like, you don't really like anybody in this movie. Wonder Woman. I liked her. Yeah. Wonder Woman's the only one. You're right. I mean, and they had to, like, so one of this scene was added. The whole Jenna Malone scene. So she was, she was supposed to be in the movie. Okay. And then they cut her out. Okay. I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember when they cast her and nerdist, the Nerdosphere went fucking psycho. Because we, because I think that was like when she was doing, she's done, she did Hunger Games before this. So this is when she yeah. was like acting a little more edgy. Yeah. Um, and so we thought she was going to be Carrie Kelly, which was um, in The Dark Knight Returns was Robin. So we all thought that she was going to... Oh, The Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the comic, the Frank Miller one. That Yeah. They talk about this taking some stuff from there. Sorry, you were talking about Batman Returns earlier, and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) So so because they talked a lot about the Frank Miller Batman and the costume and all that stuff, when they cast her, we were like, oh my God, she's going to be... And I think, didn't she have blonde hair? Yeah. When she was in... um... But she was just... in this. Not in the Hunger Games. In this this movie, yeah. But in Hunger Games, she was a real badass. Yeah. So we thought she would be a good, like, Robin. Mm-hmm. So we thought that's who she was going to be, and then she was just completely cut out. 
Yeah. And then when I watched this and I was like, oh, oh that's what she is. Yeah. Um, and then I have one last. She's one. a lady scientist. What the fuck? Well, no, I love my lady scientist. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. She's no Caitlin uh, or Felicity. Um, so, you know, the general from the first Man of Steel, and then he was the secretary of defense. In yeah. This one? He was supposed to be Martian Manhunter. Really? Yeah, so he was, Oh, that would have been cool. And he knew that from Man of Steel. He was mm-hmm. told to play it as someone pretending to be a human. I, I see that. Yeah. Right. That's actually really good. I right. see that. So he was supposed to be in other movies, mm-hmm. John Rose, which I was just like, oh my God, that made complete sense. And I liked him as an actor. And then like, I, you know, and so I thought, so I thought that was interesting, but that was my fun fact. Cool. So- Thinking of this movie, let's rate it. Um, honestly, I'm going to give you my rating now. And I'm saying my rating after watching it for my third time in four years. Mm-hmm. Which is sad. I think I've seen Crisis on Earth X since it came out probably five or six times. <laughs> um, I would give this, honestly, a three out of ten. Yeah, That's exactly what I was going to say, too. Like, I can't ever see myself being like, I want to see this movie again. the woman gives them two and a half points. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. So I Um, say that I've watched this three times. I have watched that Wonder Woman scene over the years mm -hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that's literally the best part of the movie. Um, But yeah, I would also rate it a three out of 10. Uh, I have no, like, I don't think that I've ever really thought about this movie that much since it came out in theaters I, I didn't have a desire to see it if we hadn't watched it for this podcast i don't know that i would ever have seen it again i think about it a lot but it's really sad yeah when i think about it i think about it because i think and also i just think about how i have came up with better possibilities yeah of what they could have done i just i just i saw an article when when i did the research for man of steel i didn't read the whole article um but it was a review and basically, the title of the article, I think, was from the, um, the AV Club. And I think the title was, Zack Snyder made this exact Superman movie he wanted. And the first line of the article said, Zack Snyder hates Superman. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I can kind of yeah. see that. Like, he does not like the character. Yeah. Like, he didn't really do what I felt like the character needed. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so three out of 10, um, I'm probably honestly never going to watch this movie again. I would agree. That's yeah. Besides I'm, the, I, besides Wonder Woman, like there's literally no reason why I would want to see this again. And I, I think I, I also think I am, I, I think even though I gave it a three, I think I found more redeeming qualities in parts of it now, knowing all the other movies that come after. Yeah. Like, no, no, that, but that's I don't think I, it, to me, but, it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect how I feel about any of the other movies. No, but I think that's how I can justify, okay, well, I understand what they wanted in the nightmare scene and stuff like that with the parademons and all that stuff. But then I was just like, okay, so what's happening with it? Right. But it makes me not respect the fact that like you took up time in the movie and okay. 
they, I feel like they focused so heavily on trying to build up something in case they were like able to make this happen, but they forgot about making an actual good movie that people would oh, yeah. want to see. Because they rushed it. They were trying to ke- catch up to Marvel. And it was just like, st- just do the opportunity own- wasted. Right. I mean, and now they're trying to do their own thing. Like, I think they're not focusing as much on the world building. Yeah. They're even just doing though, individual movies. Even though they, Birds of Prey, Shazam, Aquaman all kind of connect a little bit. Yeah. They're not focusing too much on that. Right. Um, but I just, yeah, I just, I, I don't know when they'll make another Superman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to say, as much as I want a Superman movie, I'm good. They're going to make a Superman and Lois TV show. Mm-hmm. And I like that Superman. And I can deal with it. As a <laughs> sounds so I mean, excited. I just, I like him as Superman. I think that, that Team Wolf guy, I think that's yeah. what he's from. I think he's a fine Superman. Mm-hmm. I enjoy him. Um, I just, I just feel like if they're going to make another Superman movie, they have to really just really get all their stuff together. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's frustrating to see yeah. a character that I love so much. Mm-hmm. We treated so poorly. Yeah. You know? Well, our next movie is going to be Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to say, like, as shitty as Suicide Squad is, I do actually enjoy it more than this movie. I couldn't get through it the second time. Really? Yeah. Okay, so this should be a really interesting conversation so for our next episode. About because we'll just, a spoiler, when I saw the movie in the theaters, I came out being like, well, that was kind of good. Because that's what I said after every single one of these, yeah. except, Aqu- except Aquaman. I was like, okay, I'm good now. I'm <laughs> but it was just one of those. And Aquaman, actually, I would think it's better than Suicide Squad from what I remember. I mean, as an actual movie, yes. So it's just, so um, I'm going to watch this with an open mind, but I'm going to watch it with pulling out things that I like in it. And I'm going to try to be a little more positive. I'm going to try to be... I'm going to try to tap into the Parker who first started in the theater. Okay. No, I mean, I think that you, because the Parker who saw it in the theater was going to try to make the best of it, no matter what. What I want you to do is I want you to just watch the movie and take real ass notes about it. And and watch it all the way through. Yeah. (laughs) And finish it. (laughs) I know. I I don't even know how far I, I I remember. It was after we did a Batavia day. Yeah. And I came home and I was like, I, I rented it. I was all excited. I'm going to watch it. I had a calzone. <laughs> I was ready. And, I, and I, I finished my calzone and I still had an hour and a half of the movie. And I was just very upset and I couldn't do it. Yeah, it happened. Maybe I'll make sure I'm loaded up on calzones. Yeah, <laughs> I need three calzones to get through this movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I will. Yeah, so we will, we will try to watch. So... Oh, Fuck, we have to pay for it. It's okay. Well, because this is the thing. So I did notice um, all of these movies are on the are on like TNT. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to watch the whole thing, non TV edited version yeah. of these. Um, so, so I'm gonna rent it. <laughs> I'll do that this week. So unhappy. I know. All right. Well. It's about that time. Um, So I've been Allison. And I've been Parker. 
And this has been Insert Super Fun here. Thank you.